Welcome to the Better Sovereign Five. I'm your host, Colin Stuckert. We're going to talk about Bitcoin, sovereignty, freedom, government sometimes, power sometimes, broken society sometimes, whatever is going to help you think about and become a stronger, critical thinking, sovereign, human, ideally family unit. Today is about Bitcoin, real quick about Bitcoin. Bitcoin, highly volatile. We hit 60K at the high point uh, a few months ago, I guess, two months ago now. Since then, have had a major drop back down to 30,000. Last night, we dipped under about 29. We're back up to 32. This is a highly, highly volatile asset. And that's true of any early asset or any early industry or whatever. It's always going to be highly volatile because the market has yet to figure it out. And so there's a lot of things going on. Bitcoin is only 12 years old. I mean, gold, we're talking about thousands of years, the stock market, 150 or something like that. So it's going to take time for it to stabilize. And I wanted to share with you my thought process on what I was thinking when we were at 60,000 Bitcoin and then now at 29,000 last night Bitcoin. Most of my net worth is in Bitcoin. It is in multi-sig. Other people have the keys, other institutions. I can't even get to it if I wanted to without a very rigorous process. And so I kind of have to tell people that in case they think I could be a target for hacking or whatever. You're just not going to get it. Almost all the really smart Bitcoiners I know, they're not the people that you should be targeting because they take security very seriously and they understand the threats and they don't keep it on them. They don't keep their keys. Uh, even in one location, generally most of them use multi-sig. It's a simple way of splitting up your keys to other parties so that even if somebody put a gun to your head and said, hey, give me the keys, you literally wouldn't be able to give it to them. Even if you really, really wanted to. You could only give them your key, your seed phrase, and then someone else would have to verify that. And there'd be this long drawn out process and there's protections and security checks and whatever. It's $60,000. I've been buying Bitcoin since I would say last year, in fact, multiple years, but I wasn't super as into it the last year when I started paying attention to inflation and what the government was doing. It kind of hit a whole new apex of just insanity. And so I actually did a lot of research into gold and silver and then Bitcoin and I bought probably more gold than I would have liked, bought more silver than I would have liked. And since then, I've actually sold some of that and I've moved mostly into Bitcoin. But I've been buying Bitcoin consistently since about the two to 3,000 range. And I did have it run up to 10,000. I did sell some. I did generate an IRS tax bill, which is very stupid. But I did do that last year. And then back when we hit, I think, 35 to 4,500, I decided to just buy and hold. And since then, I've been steadily accumulating. And then I would say towards the end of last year, early this year, especially since Michael Saylor's come out about MicroStrategy buying a lot and just the way he talks about it really kind of pushed me over the edge. And I've become, I would say, a maximalist. I, I, I understand the technology. For me, storing my wealth in something is just Bitcoin. Everything else is, I mean, I don't want to call it an S-coin, but it's all, those are all speculative, basically gambling. They're not really investments. They're just kind of like, to me, it's just gambling, right? Bitcoin is a financial energy technology that's going to change humanity. It's where I want to be. And I think that it's a future currency for the human race. So I have most of my net worth in Bitcoin. And as I've been buying, I've been buying the, the highs, the lows, et cetera. I've been buying consistently. I bought at 30. I bought at 60. I bought at 40, 45. I bought on the way up and I bought on the way down. And when I got to that point where most of my net worth was in Bitcoin, we had within a very short period of time, I believe it was like within a few weeks, a high of 60 back down to 30. That basically meant that my net worth was cut in half. There was one day when we started getting under the 30 mark. I think it might've even been a day where we were like 38 or 39,000 and then we hit down to like 32. I think that's what it was. I don't actually play that close attention to it, but I do check the price semi-regularly. And I kind of was like, oh, wow, big dip. And, and it kind of made me a little nervous. I'll be honest, I was nervous. And so the question I had asked myself as I wrestled with this was, Am I willing to go broke for something I believe in? Am I willing to stay in Bitcoin, even if it goes down to like 
$1,000 or 500 or whatever. And I think game theory would, uh, and mathematics and the market would show you that that could literally never happen. It's kind of like assuming Apple stock or Amazon stock could just immediately flash crash down to $5. Like there's always going to be somebody that's willing to buy at much higher price points, right? So I think the same is for Bitcoin true. Like if you had Bitcoin at $10,000 or $5,000 or whatever, um, I think there'd be major institutions that would come up and scoop a ton of it up at those prices. And you just would never see it come down that much, right? So I thought about that. I understood that. And the question really was, am I willing to go broke for something I believe in? Am I willing to take that risk? The answer was yes. The answer was an easy yes. Now, I'm not a risk adverse person. I was a professional poker player. I've been investing in companies. I've gone into debt to start companies. I've gone from in debt to building multi-million dollar company from scratch with nothing more than just mental and physical energy. I'm definitely someone that has the constitution to be an early Bitcoin hodler. And I believe I will benefit tremendously for that. Uh, but even if I don't, I still believe that Bitcoin is a better place to store my energy. I mean, right now, like I have some real estate, but real estate, stock market, bonds, who, buy, who buys bonds? They have negative yields, insanity. Dollars, like every other alternative to Bitcoin doesn't really make sense. And so for me, it's just, it's a analysis. Like it just makes sense. And I believe that in the long run, I will be rewarded for that. And I think that in a world where we have people that follow other people, they want to be told how to think, told how to act, told how to invest. They want to follow what other people deem as safe or whatever. I believe that we need more people that are willing to say, this is what I believe. I'm putting my money where my mouth is. I'm staying committed. And that's all there is to it. We need more people that are willing to do that. And I'm definitely willing to do that. And since I am, the price now doesn't really matter. It's just like, whatever. And actually, even in that exact day, after we had this massive drop, where technically on paper, my net worth was cut in half, which, you know, for some people would stress them out. But again, I know this is a five to 10 to 20 year play. It's not a next month or next week play. The second I made the decision that, yes, I'm willing to stand for what I believe and I'm willing to back it with my all everything I own, basically, or I mean, not everything, but the majority of my net worth. After that decision and that realization and that just very simple thought process, it was super easy. It was just immediately a weight lifted off my shoulders. So that's just how I think about Bitcoin now, price now. Uh, there's this phrase in trading that is, sell down to the sleep point or something like that, where basically means that if you have an investment that's too large where it keeps you up at night, you probably want to sell down to reduce that position to the point where you don't really think about it at night and you sleep well. This was kind of my way of doing that. I wasn't selling to get out of that because again, I just think it's the future. But I had to have the mental framework and the discussion with myself to get to that point where it's very simple. I've already made my decision. I'm standing by it. I believe in my thesis. Price doesn't matter. That's it for today's show. I'm gonna be doing a lot more on Bitcoin. I'm gonna cover the FUD. I'm gonna cover the pros, the cons. I'm gonna try to use this show to really help you understand Bitcoin, why you need it, why you want it, why humanity needs it, how you can talk about it with other people, but also just from a sovereignty perspective, from a freedom perspective, why it's the most potent tool for that, why it's the most potent tool for uh, insurance, for your future, welfare, most likely. And even if you're not willing to invest your entire net worth into it, then at least, at least have a percentage and buy some and hold it consistently. It's the most asymmetric risk to reward opportunity that I've ever seen in my lifetime. And that I, that like, it's probably true of every human on the planet. There's just nothing 
else like this that has the same kind of upside potential. It's insane. And everybody can get access to it. Everybody in the world can buy some. That's it for today's show. Get on the Better Human Newsletter over at Colin.coach, and I'll see you in the next one.